Hello, everyone. So I just tried to record. I recorded 21 minutes and I was like, uh, gotta toss these. Doing a podcast is, is very, very hard, but I had to toss it because I think I was being a little too long winded. And, um, who needs that? Right? So one thing I want to say about season one, because I didn't do a recap for the final three episodes of season one, is that Keyshawn made the right decision in the season finale. And any P-Valley fans were who were upset that Keyshawn didn't choose diamonds, you can't really do that on a show on the season finale of the first season we got to be hooked we got to be anticipating and excited about when diamond and Keyshawn do fuck like they can't just already start off that way so that's how that's what makes sense to me um they didn't get together that early in the entire series so we open up season two at Pussyland, essentially. This guy drives to Pussyland, and there is a bad bitch standing next to, um, L. Isn't his name L? Uh, anyways, standing, I think it's L. I'm losing it. I can't even remember what his name is. Anyway, so the bad bitch standing at the entry point of the Pussyland car wash is Autumn, but because the bitch changed her hair and, you know, tossed that bad hair that um, Uncle Clifford made fun of her for, I didn't recognize her. I kept looking at the bitch like, this girl really looks like Autumn. And it wasn't until the camera was closer that I realized that it was Autumn. (laughs) That's how much, that's how important hair is. Okay, hair is always going to be the like one of the easiest, biggest upgrades or downgrades that you could have. So we had this car wash that I want to go to, but I I honestly would like a car wash like that with men and in Speedos, their ass cheeks on my windows and them doing the most on the hood of my car like Magic Mike. So Please, somebody steal that idea. Somebody tell that idea to someone who could make that shit happen. I will go and I will pay good money for that shit. As long as the guys are all fucking tens. Um, so anyways, Mercedes hurt her back. And I think it's because of my guesses on how she hurt, sorry, her arm, her back, whatever the hell she's in pain. I think it's because of all that rough sex that she's having with herself, which I will get to later, or I blame Patrice. So her mom, Patrice Woodbine, I wouldn't put it past Patrice for her to send somebody to attack Mercedes, to fight Mercedes because Mercedes fought her. And then now she's injured five months later, she's still in in pain, um, I'm going to just go ahead and say it was Patrice that Patrice paid someone to fight Mercedes because it was God's will or something. I'm always going to be blaming Patrice for everything. You know what I mean? Because Mercedes, she's in the red with her bank account by $124. How you think she got in the red? It was Patrice. 
How do you think Patrice is out here giving away food, having a food bank and giving out her music? How do you think she paid for that shit? It was probably her going into Mercedes bank account, okay? And making some withdrawals. I have to blame Patrice Woodbine. Um, but with Mercedes being overdrawn, this is exactly why I, I have a bank account at the regular bank. And I also got a bank account at the credit union. And I tell everybody, if you want to always know that you are going to be straight in at least one of your accounts, get two bank accounts. I mean, it will change your life. You will, you will never be in the red because when you're in the red with one account, guess what? Use the other account. Um, so anyways, Mercedes, she don't got no money in her account. And let's see here. Autumn, she, all of a sudden, now that she's the owner of the pink, she's acting brand new. You better not call her yellow if you don't want her to get in your face because Uncle Clifford calls Autumn yellow and Autumn threatens Uncle Clifford, says, don't you call me that again? It's like, since when has that been a problem? That's what we always been calling you, Autumn. But now that she's the owner of the pink, she is able to check Clifford and check everyone. And you could tell Autumn really has that in her. You know, you could tell she played, you know, she was timid at first, but she really, she is not afraid to get upset. And to let you know that you need to step down because she is here and she's she's not going to allow any disrespect. And I'm here for it. I'm here for the tension that Autumn and, and Uncle Clifford are going to have. <laughs> because can you imagine that you hire a bitch who performed in your booty battle and that same bitch who ain't been there long, just been there for freaking months, is now telling you what to do? Um, and Uncle Clifford is feisty, so I'm I'm really loving the the dynamic that we're gonna get from them this season. Um, also, let me see here. Autumn's acting has improved. I'm here for it. And next, we we got to talk about the mayor. I was feeling Isaiah Washington, and they made the mayor die of COVID. And I don't know, like, I feel like the writers was on some Shonda Rhyme shit and they wrote his ass off the show because they didn't like his ass because Isaiah Washington is a great actor, but he just can't seem to hold a job. And I was looking forward to hating him more on this show. It's like he was such a good villain and I'm really disappointed that the vid took him out. Um, Next, we got Lil Murda is still obsessed with Uncle Clifford and Uncle Clifford is out here ghosting Murda straight. Um, she's reading Murda's text and just keeping Murda on red. And Murda is distraught, picking up his phone like, let me see if, if, if Uncle Clifford says something to me. And it's like, obviously not. And it's just, it's sad to watch because you know that they are so into each other. Oh my goodness. Um, so I forgot that Murda is a gangsta until we see that he has a gun in his pants. <laughs> Shirtless with a gun in your pants. Um, 
when, as you know, there's this car that rolls up on Murda and asks Murda about music. Now, the man in the back seat of the car that rolls up um, sits up and stares at Lil Murda, and that man is going to ruin Lil Murda's life, okay? I saw someone post a comment saying that the guy in the back seat is going to out Lil Murda for dating Uncle Clifford and or try to hurt Lil Murda. I'm already in my feelings and I am so scared and terrified for Lil Murda because I really, really like him. And he has, I just love his energy. I love his drive, his optimism, his desire to blow up and leave the hood. And I love how vulnerable he is with Uncle Clifford, not to mention how romantic Lil Murda is with Uncle Clifford. And I'm fully invested in finding out what's going to happen to Lil Murda now. My pearls are clutched. My booty cheeks are clenched. The writers are about to do us dirty. I can feel it. Like, I'm I'm scared. Why y'all making me scared? Because it's like, oh my gosh, I just, I don't want anything to happen to him. And now I know it's coming with that guy in the back seat. Okay, sorry. Sorry for that whining. I'm just like, don't do this to me. We've waited for the show for years and now somebody's about to fuck up Lil Murda. And I'm just, I'm terrified. So... Um, you know, I've been masturbating for a long time in my life and I ain't never been screaming at the top of my lungs, um, and doing all that shit that Mercedes was doing. So I, I don't find it realistic, but I do appreciate that Mercedes masturbating scene. Um, it reminds women that they don't got to be with a man or, or rely, be reliant upon a partner for their orgasms. Like I have a friend who only she does not masturbate at all, and so all of her orgasms have to come from a man, and I think that's insane. I'm like, what are you doing? And so I really appreciate P Valley reminding bitches that they have options. There, there's a lot available. Um, whether you want to use toys or not, you could figure it out. So, um, Keyshawn is back at her place with her white baby daddy, who does not have a job. <laughs> this man put two babies in Keyshawn and he is unemployed. I cannot, I will not. Keyshawn, meanwhile, she can't leave. She can't leave her place. She has to stay because that's what her baby daddy wants. And her social media continues to blow up, continues to grow. And that's why her boyfriend feels so intimidated. He just he doesn't want her to leave because he feels like if she leaves the, the property, she's going to find someone else. And yeah, she should. So Haley and Andre Obama, they reunite. And Haley is looking damn good in her fucking trench coat and her heels. And she has some of the best lips on TV. It's like, they look so luscious. Um, Haley has some of, oh my God, her lips are fucking great. Woo! Um, And I love how they're really kind of putting her in lipstick more this season than they did um, season one. 
And so before Andre Obama reunites with Haley, um, he's with his wife, who is a doctor, and his wife comes home from work. Their place is messy, because why? Andre is sitting down playing video games. (laughs) This is why I don't date people who play video games. Like, any man who plays video games has me all the way dried out. I don't date them. I don't mess with them. It's just a policy of mine not into it. I'm not into them. They they can't do it for me. So at this point, once Andre's doctor wife comes in and their place is messy because he's playing video games, I'm all out on Andre at this point. I found him attractive and I liked him for Haley in season one, but now I'm triggered. Now he triggers me. I'm turned off. I don't want him at all. Don't really want him for Haley. Now, remember how Andre had to race to take a shower after he basically threw his wife on um, the table in season one when she visited him? Like, it was very, very unattractive. He, like, like, fucked her with all this aggression. Like, he wasn't even into her, wanted to hurry up, bust a nut, and leave. So, remember that. Then they have him doing absolutely nothing all day while his wife is there getting bruised up from wearing N95 masks, trying to save people's lives, and he can't even clean the fucking counter. So, niggas ain't shit, because I could tell you right now that if Andre was married to Haley, Haley would walk into a spotless apartment, and he'd have sex with her before, during, and after they took a shower together. Unlike when Andre raced to the shower after giving his wife some dick on a table. This show shows you, like, the way you see, remember that when you watch this show, the way you see Andre treating his wife, he would not be treating Autumn that way. He just wouldn't. Because this is what men do. They treat the woman who deserves to be treated well like garbage, and then they treat the bitch that they want to be with like a queen. And it's like Andre's wife gets this bad version of him, and I promise you if Haley was with him, she'd be getting a better version of Andre. And that's why I can't fuck with Andre. I think they need to give Autumn a new man. Please give her a new man because Andre's not doing it for me. I don't like him anymore. I just think he's gross because he needs to do better for his wife. And hopefully he will do better in the coming episodes because I was not impressed with his behavior at all. Um, So Keyshawn, she goes to a store called The Stowe. (laughs) The store, the, the dollar store. The 99 cent store is called The Stowe. And, oh, how perfect. I need to go to The Stowe myself. Like, y'all be just, I love the details in P-Valley. I just love it. Um, and So Keyshawn, you know, we already know she had some diapers so she could go ahead and leave. She runs into Diamond and he treats Diamond treats Keyshawn the same way he treated Autumn Knight when she was trying to when Autumn was trying to cut the line at the ping. And I have to say that Keyshawn's acting was some of the best that she's done on the show when she was crying to him. I loved it. Well done. Well done, Shannon. Um so then Diamond, of course, of course he's gonna be like, get the fuck out of my face. Why wouldn't he? And he you know what? I gotta say, Tyler Lepley in that scene, I'm sorry, he looked sexier than he ever looked before. 
he looks sexier than he looked before on P-Valley and sexier than he looked in Harlem because I've only seen him in these two projects. But I didn't, like, he just, he looked sexy as hell. <laughs> like, his eyes looked lighter, but then he kind of looked like he kind of had a little bit more of a tan. His body is still, you know, great. Like, oof, oof. I'm so glad. So glad he's on the show. I mean, he just gets everybody wet. Like, thank you for putting him on this year, this series. Um, hopefully we will get to see him naked like I already discussed before. It's a necessity. We have earned it. Um, so then when Mercedes gets upset with Autumn for holding auditions to get more dancers, Autumn is yelling at Mercedes. But when she's yelling, when Autumn is yelling at Mercedes, she don't got no damn Southern accent. So Autumn also did not have a Southern accent when she was speaking to Uncle Clifford about calling her yellow. So while Keyshawn's acting has improved, I have to mention that your accent always comes out the most whenever you're pissed off. So if Haley is supposed to be from the South, is... If she's yelling, that's when she should be sounding the most from the South, the most Southern, right? So P-Valley writers, hey, P-Valley writers and P-Valley crew, you should hire me as a freelance consultant for a future season because I catch these details that ain't no one else mentions. I love (laughs) y'all. I know that was corny and ghetto, but it's okay. Y'all know that I'm passionate about this show. And it is true that y'all need to, I would be there being like, you know what? She needs to redo this scene, but with the Southern accent. And even if somebody was feeding her in her ear, how she should be saying her words, because she was not Southern at all when she, Haley is not Southern at all in episode one one of season two when she is upset and when she's just talking at times and that's not like everybody knows a southern accent is so incredibly strong and when you piss like I ain't from the south but if I'm if I'm pissed off I'm from the south okay I've I've been born and raised in the south and that's what all my Ebonics comes out when I'm pissed off So it's like you can't have this bitch born in the South and all of a sudden the accent is here and it's there and it's here and it's gone. Like, no, we need consistency from her accent. So, um, so why also I got to say, why is it that Autumn, who has extensive knowledge in finance, budgets, taxes, managing accounts and investments, Give it all her racks to Uncle Clifford without without monitoring how that money is being spent. That is not really adding up for me. Um, because Autumn is so smart and kind of well versed on money and, and how to manage how to run a business. Like I don't really see Autumn giving money to Uncle Clifford and saying, Good luck, do well with this, because Uncle Clifford Guess what she got to do? Uncle Clifford has to get her wigs, her hair did, her nails. Did you see how she rolled up on Andre? Like, um, that's where Uncle, that's where all of Autumn's money is going. So Autumn, don't hold Uncle Clifford responsible for 
any more of your money because the pink will be closed down within days. Um, so then we got Keyshawn texting Lil Murda that she wants to go on a 12-city tour. And I gotta say, in what country, bitch? Because your man doesn't even want want to let you go outside. So now, this show, P-Valley, you got me terrified for Lil Murda because of the homo, well, who I think is a homophobic, hating ass, dangerous ass, um, piece of shit, asshole, gangster in the backseat of that car. Now I'm terrified for Lil Murda. And now I'm terrified for Keyshawn because Keyshawn really thinks she's about to go on a 12-city tour. <laughs> um, Mississippi, you in danger, girl. Okay. Um, so that's all I got for now. I hope to do a prediction episode soon based upon the comments that I read online, but we will see. Because, of course, that will take time. And then tonight, I was trying to edit part two of my interview that I did with Demi, and I realized that what I think I did is I think I um, took bits and pieces of my interview with her and merged them together all in one episode, which means I have to sit through my near two hours of my conversation with her and figure out what parts of the two hours I already put in an episode and what parts I did not. Um, so I tried to do that 11 p.m. and it was clear to me that I can't do that shit because that's going to take at least three hours, if not at least four to five. So for now, I'm putting this out and um, my interview with Demi, it's great. Just like part one was, it's great. The rest of it is really, really good. So I, I'm not going to sit on that. I'm not going to sleep on that. I definitely will allow you guys to hear that and enjoy it. Um, but I'm not going to speak on the when part. And I know last, like if I'm drinking, I definitely flub my words and all that. And so that should be, I just want to say that because I know in my last episode, I kept on saying for, when I was talking about Bridgerton, I kept saying eight seasons, eight seasons, instead of saying eight episodes. And it's like, just come for those flubs. Just enjoy those goddamn flubs because I actually listened to a podcast where the bitch, I swear she mispronounces like, at least 20% of the the names of people or locations or she's she mispronounces a lot of shit that like people have discussed for years or months or days and I don't know how she's mispronouncing it but that's kind of the fun of me listening to her podcast like I'm so irritated and I'm screaming but it's kind of interesting because I'm like what the hell is she gonna come up with next for her to mispronounce. So you gotta like think about my shit that way too. Um, so yeah, like I said, when I recorded this episode early, it was too long winded, but I have a travel tip and I like to, you know, I'm trying to ease into starting with, um, more of a, an intro. So I'll do that on a future episode, a travel tip. Um, I won't do it now because I'm just, I'm hoping I'm fairly turned up. And so I don't want to rock the boat. And also I like my intros in the beginning. And so I don't want to like add an intro and then edit it and put it in the beginning of the episode. Absolutely not. As you know, I don't edit a goddamn thing anymore in these episodes. Um, and I should have said all this in the, in the beginning. But anyways, I also want to, well, I'll repeat it again in another episode. Thank you to everyone who listened 
because my last episode, it got the most listens ever as far as an episode that I didn't promote. I didn't promote it until like two days later. I, I tweeted about it and, um, that usually doesn't happen. Like if I don't promote an episode, I don't really get many listens and I'm not saying I got like Joe Rogan listens, but it warmed my heart that I did, um, get those listens prior to me promoting it. Cause it obviously most of those people are probably subscribers. So thanks for the support. Um, and yeah, I'll be here definitely recapping the show. And, um, I did watch listen to three other recaps reviews before I did this one. So I will keep that trend going and I'll possibly try to find a few other people who say some other things I don't hear elsewhere. Um, cause like I said, I like to hear what everybody's saying and then kind of put in my two cents, my, my own flavor. I hope this was okay. I hope you, you notice a difference from me sitting here and reading every single MFing word and like walking you through every single thing that happens on the the episode I I just I'm trying a different method so um we will I will talk to you soon because I got my interview shit I gotta bring to you guys still and then I will keep it going with the um with the recaps and I also want to say yes I can't read I can't write and I cannot count because I said I kept saying that some bullshit about how P Valley is coming back on Sunday, even though I record put that shit out on the first, I couldn't count between one and three. So there's that, and I stand firm in all my mistakes because they are funny. They are so ridiculous. They are pathetic, and they are funny to me. So P Valley is on Sundays, even though it premiered on a Friday. It'll be on Sundays from here on out. Talk to you soon. Thanks.